Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Patrick Lyons. And I'm also your host, Susie Hunter. <laughs> My goodness, what a what an interesting time to be following the Colorado Rockies, Patrick. Oh boy. Hey, the Rockies have won back-to-back games, which is a thing, mm-hmm. which is nice to see. Uh, 3-2 win last night over the Milwaukee Brewers. And Robert is immediately in our chat saying, great, we lost the best player on the team. Just when you thought it could not get any worse, we will discuss that uh, as well as a win. And, of course, we have to finish off on a high note. Have a game. Have some fun. Mm -hmm. Laugh because sports are an escape. And sometimes it can be unfortunate when it doesn't uh, take your mind off things in a positive way. And right now... That's that's kind of the case with the Rockies. You know, it's um even when you look at the injured list, my gosh, like it's such a bummer. Yeah. It's 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 a bummer rough. for us. It's obviously a bummer for these guys. Three guys on the 60-day IL with Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. Kinley's coming off this summer, but Rockies are 5 and 6 and celebrating 420. What does that mean? Blaze it. That's they're kind of blazing it right now. <laughs> I guess you could say that five and six, like five all right. and six, but it's not even five hundred ball. No, but it makes you hopeful. Like, all right. I mean, I don't know what makes you hopeful for. To be honest, again, <laughs> if you care about not losing a hundred games, great. But I don't. I don't think any fan necessarily cares about that. That's more of a pride of the organization. But a guy who should have a lot of pride right now is Ryan Effin. Feltner. That's his. That's his given name. Yes. It's it's an Irish name. Effin. Effin. Um, <laughs> yes. It's like Finnegan, but different. Effin. Yeah. It's a popular name in Ohio. Very popular. He went five <laughs> and a third innings last night. Gave up two earned runs. First three starts of the year. Susie. Zero and two. Eight point seven eight ERA. Had a lot of us tearing our hair out. And now. All of a sudden, he's like the number two starter on this roster. His last three starts, 1.06 ERA. Phenomenal. Yeah, and you could see even after yesterday's game, like he's just he has a confidence. He just, yeah. something in his presence, he is just more of a big leaguer than he was just a few weeks ago. Yeah, some guys, you know, can can wilt away with, with that kind of pressure put on them, but uh, he's been doing a, a really, you know, wonderful job. And, and just recognizing, I think, that just go out there, do your best. You're going to struggle a little bit. Don't put that additional pressure on yourself, kind of like Austin Gombert mm-hmm. uh, had had done. And now I think he realizes, like, looking around the rest of the rotation and like, okay, there's not very men of a, many of us left. So me just going out there, by default, now I'm a top three starter. So you know what? Let me just go out there, have fun, play my game, mm-hmm. throw my uh, curveballs on the moon, do that thing, <laughs> and I'll be okay. And for both of those guys, it's kind of as this – season has fallen apart and as the rotation has fallen apart, and we'll get into those details mm-hmm. in a bit, Gomber and Feltner have actually stepped up really, really nicely. They stepped up at just the right time, too. And listen, pitching is hard. Pitching is impossible, especially at Coors Field. So it's just, it's kind of a miracle that they have upped their ante at just the right time. Because yeah. this rotation is in bad shape. Very, very bad shape. If you had asked me at the start of the season, you probably did. Uh, but if you would have, well, we'll just, <laughs> we, you know, for the we sake. We talk a lot about the Rockies, so maybe I did ask you at the start of the season. <laughs> it's just a turn of phrase. If you had asked me at the start of the season, you know, who's going to be leading the team offensively, one of the last guys I would have picked is Elias Diaz, only because he was such a slow starter last year and, mm-hmm. and basically said, eh, I put a lot of pressure on myself after getting that extension at the end of the 2021 season. He was the guy in 2022 and he eventually found his way, but just was off to a slow start. And some guys are like that, uh, but mm-hmm. but not 
Diaz this year. Had the two hits last night, two RBI. Uh, his third home run of the season last night, concourse-esque. It was it was just a few rows, maybe one Ooh. or two rows away from the concourse. It was a bomb. It was so exciting. It was it was really good to see because we strangely have not seen enough home runs at Coors Field no. this, this season. No home runs are up for the Rockies uh, since like last April. Like last April, that was a big conversation. Like, mm-hmm. is anybody going to hit a home run on this team? Uh, and, and so they've done a better job. They're still like 25th in, in MLB. So they're they're behind, you know, uh, the, the rest of the clubs in the league. But they're they're better than starting off better than they were last year. Homer wise, mm-hmm. Diaz now batting 330. Unheard of. That's for it. Catcher. That's insane. Whatever he's doing, keep doing it. That's it. Mm-hmm. He could be the first catcher to ever make an all star team with the Colorado Rockies. They've never had a catcher. As an all-star, how about that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's he's just crushing it on all sides of the game. He is. No, he's he's doing a good job. At, at, I I almost worry without him, how how bad would the rotation be or the or the bullpen? The bullpen hasn't been bad, but mm-hmm. again, when you have a veteran like that that does an amazing job, I kind of you know gave him a nice shout out in an article that you can go ahead and, and read over at the dnvr.com about everything that went wrong in April. Defense was one of those things. Now Diaz has three errors. But there's a new stat on StatCast, on Baseball Savant. We, we have new stats? We've got new stats, baby. It's I love it. Tell me everything. It's stealing above average. So now... Oh, because this is a stat for 2023. We've got the technology with... So they're <laughs> looking at the speed of the runner, right? How many, uh, how many feet per second. Mm-hmm. You've got the lead that the, the player gets, or really how close are they to the next bag. You've got the pop time. You've got the, the strength of the, of the throw. And uh, Anelius Diaz is is tied for the best as far as how many he theoretically could get. So that's pretty good. Good for him. Good for him. He, he deserves. I have a round no of idea we were dropping new stats. I, I mean, <laughs> we need to make a wish list of like what crazy stats because now we've got technology where like it doesn't matter what actually happens on the field. Mm-hmm. We're like, but what should have happened or what's the probability of that? Because mm-hmm. that that's what it is. Is like expected homers is. Well, you know, if you look at the percentages, depending on the ballpark, you would have hit about 7.5 home runs. You only actually hit four, but that's just because maybe you hit it to a deeper part of the ballpark and that was an out over here, but at another ballpark and at most other ballparks, it would have been a home run. We got to figure out what other crazy statistics. I feel like I had a stat on my wish list last season and I can't remember what it was. Oh. I know. And what are we going to go back and watch like 162 hour long shows? God, <laughs> to no. To figure out what I wanted? We don't even expect our viewers and listeners to do that, <laughs> let alone us. I mean, come on. I mean, home runs are a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could do something like that with pitcher wins, but we've got like other statistics like game score when you look at that. and Pitcher wins me- don't mean much to me. That's true. All right, would well, you hang out with Manny Randall a lot? So I, you know. know what? We I, I do sit next to him in the press box quite a bit. So, But I think there's a way that you could come up with a statistic that gives, again, you're, you're not literally giving uh, players 7.5 home runs. You're just saying that's like what was would be expected based on the balls he's hit. So you could say, you know, some kind of expected win uh, based on the performance. And, you know, because nowadays what, is expected for a win on a given day and you say Mm -hmm. it could be just five innings and you give up 
three runs. Like, again, we've got a quality start as six innings and three earned runs, mm-hmm. whereas I feel like at Coors Field, it's five innings and four runs. It's like, hey, that was a quality start. You might not win the game. You weren't certainly weren't dominant, but you weren't crap either. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll talk to Manny today, maybe, and we'll see what else is coming in the pipeline. It's quite possible that we could do that. Ezekiel Tovar hit his first home run of the season, and I don't know if you realized, first home run at Coors. Oh, my gosh. First home run at oh home. Oh, my gosh. You know what? It, things are really coming together for him, too, uh, yes. um, in a way that, of course, the Rockies need, but I feel like he needed. Yeah. Yeah, he's been playing uh, a lot better. Again, not Rookie of the Year award caliber just yet, but, again, he's he's getting his feet under him, and I think you know he, he might not be getting a ton of support uh, around him. I think one of the reasons why you saw Charlie Blackman batting leadoff is because Tovar's batting ninth, who hits behind him. Charlie Blackman. So that's, I think, mm-hmm. been a benefit. In fact, uh, I might have to even go back and look. It, it, there's probably some correlation to that. When did Charlie start hitting leadoff? And when did Tovar start seeing maybe some better pitches to hit? I bet you there's serious correlation to that. Oh, interesting. I didn't even think about that. I hadn't either until this second. Just this second? This exact second. His brain, ladies and gentlemen. Rockies hadn't hit a home run since April, or two home runs in a game since April 11th. Not great. Not great. Uh, Thanks, I hate it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what I don't hate, Randall Gritchick is a multi-hit machine. Two for four again. So since he's come back from the IL on Saturday, nothing but two-hit performances. Uh, that's tied for the third longest multi-hit game streak to start a season. Most recently, DJ LeMahieu back in 2016. So that's pretty cool. R.I.P. He, yeah. He's not dead. He's just dead to me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, well. <laughs> through no fault of his own. <laughs> attendance dipped below 20,000. That's the third time attendance has been below 20,000 this year. Last year, it only happened once, which was last that- year. So last year, the whole season, attendance yes. was only under 20,000 one time. And That's I feel it. like most games at Coors Field this season have been under 20,000. Am well, I close like- to it, right? Okay. Uh, so I think in my head I'm exaggerating it, but still multiple games under 20,000. It just Already, feels light. It yeah. just feels light. Yeah. So three so far this year, the record in any non-pandemic season, because in 2021 there was, it was like 30 times. Actually, it, was, it might have been like 60. I forget what the number is. I got it right in front of me here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that was a pandemic season. It was 20. Happened 20 times. That's different, though, because... It was totally different. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a different situation. I don't even want to count that. No, no, I, I, it definitely not. But in a non-pandemic season, it, it was 15 times under 20,000. In 2005, I went back to look at this point mm-hmm. on May 3rd. How many times had they been under 20,000? It was three. So we're on pace. Do you think for Wednesday night's game against the Brewers, we're going to be under 20,000 again? Um, uh, I think it's possible. I think it's a nicer day out. So uh, I think, I think maybe we'll be just above 20,000. Yeah. That's what, that's my guess. I'm saying 20 and change for tonight. When I woke up this morning, you know, that was the first thing I immediately thought about. No, it wasn't, but I (laughs) thought about, and I said, yes, they're going to go under, but Kyle Freeland is pitching tonight. So I think you're going to have a lot more walk-ups. And that's that's been kind of the difference is so many season ticket holders that we've talked to have 
just expressed this apathy where they're like, I'm not giving the Rockies their money. Go back and listen to Monday's show with Adam, Kate, and Holland, mm -hmm. uh, either live or rather watch it on DNVR Sports Channel here on YouTube or listen to the podcast. Tremendous content, by the way. Yeah, he went Tremendous off. He had some hot takes. content. It was fun. It was a great conversation. One, one of my favorite shows of all time as like a stand-up comedy nerd. Mm -hmm. Like that was just great. Talking baseball and then talking birding too on top of it. But I can't <laughs> deal with you guys. <laughs> we did. Such we had a good nerds. time. Alyssa, we why do we have so many nerds around us? <laughs> I still have to go and look on on, uh, on the Cornell bird app because I think I might have seen a bobolink flying around today. It was a blackbird with like a yellow head. So I think it might have been a bobolink. Some people out the birders out there know like, no, that's not what that was. But it was a bird I hadn't seen too many times. That being said, Adam Caton Holland did have a lot of uh, takes and a lot of theories about attendance and people staying away and not giving the Monforts their money. And so yeah. with there being less season ticket holders, there's been plenty of games where you look out and you go, there are not X amount of people here. They stayed home, but they did sell those amount of tickets because they're all season ticket holders. Mm. There was even uh, an advertisement somewhere we saw, right? 45% off suites. Yeah. That's a, that's I mean, a price cut. Also like kind of a good deal. It makes me want to get a suite. Mm -hmm. It makes me want to take a game off and like get us all a suite and just have like a really baller time. That would be, that would be great. Have I told you the story about the time I accidentally won a suite in a charity auction for a yard goats game? I care more about the accidental part. <laughs> so how is it accidental, Susie? Okay, so I was at this amazing charity event for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation and nice. they had all these great prizes up for auction. Uh, you know, I had a couple glasses of wine. I'd also like, you know, just completed like a really great fundraiser on my own. So nice. like I was like so excited about that. But anyway, the auction portion of this charity event comes along and <laughs> the, they auctioned off a yard goat suite. I'm like, oh, let me raise my hand because obviously other people are going to bid on this suite. Like you raised your hand first. You're like I, I'll do it first and then I'm out. I, I Exactly. Yeah. That's what dip. I was thinking. Okay. I Smart. was like, okay, Smart. I'm going to put a bid in. Just get the bid in, get the party started. Smart. Plus, like, I'm a, such a big Yargoats fan. It would be weird if I didn't bid on it. So then I bid, and then no one else bid. Just so looking I, around. So I spent, like, $1,000 on a suite at a Yargoats game. And the money went to charity, okay? It went to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So that was great. But at the same time, like, oh, my gosh, like, what do I think I'm doing spending a thousand dollars on a suite? There was like a car waiting for you in the parking lot. You're about to leave the party. You just poke your head in one thousand and then <laughs> nothing but crickets. And you're like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. But uh, it was a fun time. I will say so. Like, even though like once I parted with that money, I'm like, OK, well, like I'm just going to invite like 30 of my closest friends and like a bunch of randos and we're going to have a great time in this suite. That's amazing. That speaking of like having a good time, having some drinks, enjoying sports, hanging out with randos. Is this an ad? That's the DNVR sports yes. bar. Let's go. <laughs> you both knew it. See, you're get you're speaking my language the, now. The eye contact Alyssa and I make with each other. Uh huh. <laughs> I did enjoy how much Adam liked my segues and didn't realize when I was going into an ad read there for that. So. That I, I, you're, you're, you're getting the language now. Lions ease. Yes. You speak it. You understand it. I speak it. You do. Un yes. It took unfortunately. a while to understand. And we talk about it in therapy. That's the language. Yeah. The DNVR.com. <laughs> Get yourself signed up. Become a diehard. I mean, so many ridiculous perks. I mean, you're probably turning a profit 
on this, uh, besides the access to the diehards only discord, which I just love talking with everybody in the chat, Spence, Matt, all those dudes. Uh, it's amazing. Like there, there's been a lot of passion in that group for the Rockies mm -hmm. lately, which, which I love. And they're not even in this general area too. That's the thing. They're not able to come down to the bar, but if you are pop in, Mention you're a diehard. You get 15% off your food and drink. You get 20% off all of the gear that we've got at dnvrlocker.com. If you want to come out to any of our takeovers, like the one last Saturday against the Diamondbacks, which was a smashing success. That was so sold much, out. I had so much fun. It yeah, was awesome. it, was, it was a little more than sold out. Yeah, yes, this <laughs> is true. Because someone accidentally bought my ticket. <laughs> a couple of people walked on with like a bus pass. And we're like, fine, you can ride with us. They got a couple of Breck brews. It was all good. So many people were trying to get on our bus after the game just because it looked so fun. Yeah, and there, there were still probably some Breck brews there. So, I mean, there were not? some Breck brews. Yeah, no, it's it's so much fun. Make sure you get yourself yeah. locked and loaded to become uh, a diehard. And if you know what, uh, if you've been in any kind of accident, especially if it wasn't your fault, and maybe even it was, you might still need to place a phone call with. Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. They have been doing this for a very long time, 25 years plus, and they've been winning a lot more than the Colorado Rockies. In fact, because they've got a great roster. They've, they've put it together. They've got roster depth as well. They do have depth, they like do. 30 lawyers of depth. Yeah, and 100 folks on staff. So, like, they are ready. If somebody goes down, boom, somebody can step up into their place. It's amazing. I love that we're making this about baseball. Look, they have won their clients over a billion dollars. And the best part about it is they're not, like, giving you a 45% discount. No, 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 no. You, you, you can't get discounted seats and get a food voucher or whatever. <laughs> no, they're working for you for free. Give them a call. It's free. 222-2222. All Dazas. All Dazas. That's it. Give them a call. It's free to, to talk with them. Uh, free consultation. They're going to work for you for free until they win you some money, uh, whether it's car accident, motorcycle, rideshare accident, pedestrian trucks, you name it. They can help even if you've been injured at work. They've got offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, Fort Collins. Give them a call for free because you know who wins? Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. Man, sounds so sweet. Thank you. I, I missed the song. I missed the song while you were gone away. I w yeah, that's right. It's I was away for a it's lot of ad reads. You were gone. Because I had, I had to go to Philly, and I had to go to Cleveland. Had to. Well, you, I, think I you actually had to. Had to. Had to. Andy guilted you into it. I think that's why. What? Andy guilted you into it, didn't My he? My dad did guilt me into it, yeah. My dad was like, wait, you're not coming to Philly? And I'm like, no, I am. Every time I reference your dad as Andy, you're like, who? Oh, Because right. I forget that, like, you... <laughs> I, I yeah, do yeah. forget that he has a name. Yes, he does. <laughs> I'm like, who do we know that's Andy? I'm like, are you talking about Andre? Andy. Andre and my dad are the same person. My homie Andy. By the way. They, they are European. They are both European. Sure. They're, they're both from other countries. They like soccer. They like bocce ball. They like all of the sports that you can go play if you oh. get a part of Volo Sport. There get yourself go. signed up. <laughs> they got free drop-ins for all Volo users through May 8th. They got a Volo Pass launch party at number 39. I haven't been there yet. On Cinco de Mayo. That's a big one. I actually, I got the invite from Volo in my inbox about that earlier your, today. Your eyes just got a little bit big. And I'm like, well, I know where you're going to be on Friday. Ah. Well, I know you're going to actually be here. Well, I'll be right? here. I have my show at three o'clock at three o'clock. It's an early one. It's at three. It's at three. Because Christian's co-hosting, by the way. Early. 
I yes. know. I almost I was this close to buying flights out to New York. I wanted to go to the oh boy. I wanted to go to City Field. Were you gonna sleep in LaGuardia like Tom Hanks in the terminal? I was gonna red eye it out. Ooh. Yeah. Man, that's I've never seen the terminal. That's wild. I haven't either, but I'm sorry, I keep derailing the us. References. I keep derailing us. Yes, you are the one. I'm the problem. It's me. Look, here's the th fun thing about Volo Sports is when the adults pay, the kids get to play for free. Volo Kids Foundation is a separate 501c3 that provides free sports camps for kids in each Volo city. Uh, it's amazing. They got mini golf, even bowling. The Monday Night League is the spot to be flag football. More there in Highland, Sloan's Lake, Cherry Creek, DU, Inglewood. So like every neighborhood you can imagine, there's something going on. Get active. Get back mm -hmm. out there now that it's definitely officially spring. It's officially spring. Uh, it's such a fun way. I like hate doing just like I can't go to the gym and just do a workout. You know, sure. I, can't, I don't like doing it on my own. I love things like this where you can be active. Sure. And it's a game. Yeah, you like that's you have so to fun. It's like trick being a yourself kid again. to get activity. I yeah. do. Have to, I literally have to trick myself into doing anything good for myself. Well, they, studies do show like when you sign up for a league or something like that or a race, you're more inclined to follow through than just. And just to talk about it, like you, mm -hmm. it'll force you to hold yourself uh, accountable in that way. Kyle Freeland will be accountable for the Rockies on the bump tonight against Eric Ooh. Lauer. Two lefties, six forty p.m. And then Thursday, Wade Miley, a classic left-hander that probably still has another decade left in the league, mm -hmm. against his first start for the Rockies, Connor Seabold. Yes, at one ten p.m. Connor Seabold. Long reliever has been a starter in the past, but the Rockies, we talked about, I feel like the last couple days, Sunday's postgame show that they're kind of down to three starters. Mm -hmm. um, and that really doesn't change now that uh, it's official. Herman Marquez is out for the year with Tommy John surgery. Our That's, worst fears yeah. have come true. Out for the year and then some because that, that timetable is, is pretty tough. Yeah, he won't be back until, I mean, next June. Next July, we they, everybody can't recover like Bryce Harper. That's a totally different situation. That's a totally that's unreal. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in in just a second. But uh, let's go right to it, Bud Black, uh, with his thoughts on you know losing their opening day starter for the rest of the 2023 campaign. You know he's disappointed. You know you, you guys know Herman loves the pitch, loves being an active member of the team in so many ways beyond just you know being a, a starting pitcher for us. But, but he knows that you know injuries are part of this game, and he's not and he's not immune to that. So he's in. I think he's in. Uh, as far as perspective, of a decent place. He's disappointed. He's bummed. But but I sense that you know there's a relief of what's been going on the last three or four days. Uh, that he knows what's ahead of him. I think for all players. Come to a pretty quick realization of what's in front of you, and you move on. I think that's my that's my history with professional athletes. They're they're quick to put things in order, and what has to be done. They're told things, and they do it. And I, I think that's in a lot of ways what makes guys great. Right? Is there yeah, players need to accept what they they can control, what they can't, and uh, they need to have the wisdom to know the difference. Oh, uh, that's wow. serenity, right? That that's is what that serenity. Is. Well, I mean, seeing uh, Erman in the clubhouse yesterday, too, like, he... Uh, 
he didn't seem distraught like he seemed after the injury the initial injury happened in yeah. Cleveland because he was he was so emotional um but he seemed like he had found that acceptance and was just ready to uh, ready to power forward you now you were there in Cleveland mm -hmm. uh, and I remember what you said about what the press box was like and just the vibe in general uh, yeah. What was that like in Cleveland, and then what did that look like on Tuesday at the, at the ballpark? And after, kind of, you know, it kind of became official that he would be gone for the year. I would say um, it was def. I think like we all had a feeling when yeah. that happened in Cleveland. It just like the that instant. It I, I described the press box like it was like a funeral, just yeah. because. First of all, he's just a couple strikeouts away from breaking that record, you know. Uh, and then second, we're sitting there thinking is. Did we just see Herman Marquez throw his last pitch for the Colorado Rockies? I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it just because yeah. he has been such a huge part of this team. And he is so talented. And to see him go down like that and just be so emotional, we were all emotional too. It's yeah. hard not to. We spend so much time with these guys. That's right. So uh, I would say the vibe when it happened was awful. And then, uh, of course, you know, Tuesday's news is also awful, but at least now we know, and we kind of had a feeling, and at least now we know that it's gonna get fixed, and I he's gonna come back. You know, he's he's 28. He's got a lot of career left in him. Yeah, and, that, and that's important to clarify, because you say like, oh, he, he that could be his last pitch with the Rockies, and you go, well, come on, your career's not over if you have Tommy John surgery. No. But the details within that is that this was his last year uh, with a guaranteed contract for the Rockies, there was a club. There is still is a sixteen million dollar club option for twenty twenty four, which was a foregone conclusion that they would pick up. Even if he had like kind of a down year, you go, uh, we'll bet on him to to go ahead and do it again. We're also talking a a one year deal at really thirteen and a half million dollars because there's a two and a half million dollar buyout. So mm -hmm. you say, all right, well, let's get him off the roster. It's two and a half million keep him is 16. So that's a 13 and a half million. That's still a, a bargain. So mm -hmm. even on a down year, he was going to be back next year. But now, as you said, you know, it's going to be longer than a year. So is he coming back in June, July, early August, even still him being back is different than being back and being Herman Marquez. It takes, mm -hmm. it's usually that second year that a player like bounces back and is able to, to have all of their stuff. So that being said, the Rockies, I don't see any way that they are going to pick up his option for next year. What they very well could do is work out a plan, and I don't know if that's going to be sooner than later. Uh, but you, uh, you know, you you uh, you buy him out for the two and a half million, and then you sign a two-year deal for seventeen million, and that allows him to come back, not rush, and you know he'll he'll pitch late in the twenty twenty-four season, and then twenty twenty-five is. You know, that's really where you're paying him $14 million. And then, you know, the next year he gets $3 million to rehabilitate. So you can get creative. He's still really young. Mm -hmm. uh, I think both parties would would want that rather than he gets bought out and then he's just becomes a free agent and has to go through all of his Tommy John surgery rehabilitation on his own or no, hope for, hope another team kind of, you know, that he's unfamiliar with will sign him. And I, and I think somebody will. We've seen teams do that with guys that are recovering from Tommy John. I think the Dodgers have been creative and said, yeah, you're having Tommy John, but we'll give you this deal for two years. We really know we're not getting anything out of you this year, but we want you when you come back that second year. And mm -hmm. so I think they'll probably work something out, but it's not guaranteed. 
No, no. I really hope uh, the Rockies do work something out with him. Uh, Logan in the comments, I hope it's not the last time we see him pitch. Such a bright spot for us in these past couple of years. I agree, Logan. Yes. Yeah. And the fact that he would have come up so incredibly short of the strikeout record is is like bonkers. It was just this foregone conclusion that, yep, he'll have the record by April. He'll keep tacking onto it and kind of almost... I don't think it would have necessarily ended the debate, um, but it could have gone a long way to having that snowball start to go downhill and p pick up more steam. And you say, Herman Marquez, greatest pitcher in Rockies history. Uh, again, it would have started that conversation, but now it's it's still Jorge De La Rosa, and it, and it will be for at least the next year. Yeah, tough scene. It's a tough scene here with the Colorado Rockies. The, uh, the roster has uh, a lot of pitchers, and uh, they need less hitters right now still operating with the six-man outfield they don't have a ton of guys we talked about this in spring training they don't have a ton of guys that can be optioned down you're not going to option brian Servin because you need a backup catcher mm -hmm. so he's going to stick around alan trejo is your starting second baseman that's not going to happen ezekiel tovar is your starting shortstop that's not going to happen so harold castro is really the the only he's the first option if you want to get back to having 13 pitchers on your staff mm -hmm. then after that the next guy up would probably be brenton doyle and yet He's done nothing to deserve being demoted. Mm -hmm. It's just a numbers crunch, and you say, we can't get rid of anyone else that they were to get rid of off the 26-man roster. They'd actually be getting off their 40-man roster, and they could potentially lose to another team. So mm -hmm. as, as rough as it seems of like, oh, man, we don't have enough bodies, we don't have enough guys, the bodies that they do have are all in the wrong spots. It's rough. <laughs> it's It's difficult. <laughs> That's a hilarious way to put it. I mean, it's not a hilarious problem, but... Yeah. I have a here. I have a question from Ted in the in the chat though. What's the Rockies' identity now? So I don't know what he means by that question, but what does that mean to you? I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, who is their identity is is up in the air. I mean, in a way, it's still Charlie Black when he's on his way out. Chris Bryant just got here, hasn't really established himself. Mm -hmm. Ryan McMahon is is not the star that the organization has wanted him to be in the past. A very very good, very adequate player, but. You know, I, I thought about here. I'll ask a question while while answering a question. Are they the, are they the most embarrassing team in all of baseball right now? And first off the bat, you go Oakland, Oakland. Period. But they're trying to do something. They're a completely different and unique situation. They are trying to force the hand of the city of Oakland. They're mismanaging things and they're trying to moving. They're doing they're doing something totally different than just trying to manage a 26-man roster, which the Rockies are struggling to do right now. Mm -hmm. So when it when it comes to embarrassment, I mean, that's where the Rockies at are, are at in, in, in many ways, you know? I think the team that might be more embarrassing than the Rockies, the White Sox. The White Sox are doing worse than the Rockies. Sure. They've also uh, they had a window open, yeah, and they fumbled the bag. They did, yeah. No, they're they're in a rough spot for sure. But it's been rough for not as long as for the as the Rockies. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, no, that's 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 true. They had not a game like, plan. Yeah. They had a game plan, and it didn't work. And so again, that's bad. So again, somebody needs to take the fall for that, and, and it should be ownership in in, in that case because they brought in Tony Larusa, who wasn't a fit for that. Pedro Grofal seemed to be a better fit, but it just hasn't worked out. You could at least look at the moves and go, "All right, this should have worked. It didn't. Ah, man, that's a little surprising. Okay, they do this. Ah, that didn't work. That's surprising. 
Uh, whereas, you know, what, what are the Rockies doing right now? What, what is their identity? Where, where are they trying to get? What is, what is the goal? How are they trying to get to that goal quicker? Again, you go back to the last two, uh, trade deadlines and they did nothing. And that's why they are struggling and they, they just don't have the guys on the 40 man roster Mm. to step up. Peter Lambert now was supposed to start in Albuquerque last night. He did not. So I expect that when we get to the ballpark today, Mm -hmm. we'll probably see him, um, Connor Siebold, what are you going to get out of him tonight? Even if he's really good, maybe he can work into the fifth as they try to stretch him out. They've got a bunch of long relievers right now. Mm-hmm. they got three starters and a bunch of long relievers. The only other real starter that they have uh, on in, in AAA that you could possibly rely upon would be Carl Kaufman. So uh, with three guys on the three guys. Uh, that they have room for on the 40-man roster. They only have 37 guys. That's the other thing. You got 37 guys, and you go, all right, add any three players. Can you fit them on the 26-man roster? Mm. You 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 can't. Yeah. So it's it's very strange situation. Ty Block uh, did get uh, passed through, so uh, he is back with the team in Albuquerque. So eventually we'll end up seeing him. That's a good, reliable, long-relief arm that just kind of with the numbers crunch. Noah Davis is feeling good, so he might only need the minimum amount. Mm-hmm. That being said, like they they need some bodies. Jose Urania, you, in a weird way right now, if he was on this roster, you'd be a little bit thankful, at least for this series or next series, right? Just as a body. They need <laughs> bodies. We just don't need they? bodies. <laughs> can, we, can we get somebody in graphics? Colorado bodies? Like that's what we need right now. <laughs> Colorado bodies. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. No. Here's the question. Um, one is way worse than the other, but we got to talk about it. How desperate are the Rockies to try to right the ship? Are they going to maybe make a play for Madison Bumgarner? Could they make a play for Trevor Bauer? How desperate no, could they possibly the be? The Rockies would never make a play for Trevor Bauer. I don't think they would either. They would absolutely never. There's another conspiracy with him, by the way. A little cultural uh, appropriation that one of his w- one of the players in the league. I think I might have even Actually, been a teammate. We don't even need to talk about like, that. Maybe eh. we might be talking about it in a later segment. Oh, okay, yeah. interesting. Anyway, uh, but Madison Bumgarner. Now that he's a he's an untethered free agent, you go. Why is he gonna come here? Unless this is like his last last breath. Maybe he comes to Colorado. I, I mean, listen, not he's, a lot of options. He's also a rodeo guy, and Colorado <laughs> has rodeos. You know, the extracurriculars, I feel like, would be right up his alley. Oh, yeah. I mean, the 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 Western Denver Western Stock Show. Yeah. They've got that going on in town. I don't know if they have got, you know, Bronco riding in the summer. There was, uh, wasn't, didn't Red Bull have like a whole Bronco riding thing? Didn't they have a league? That's big. I mean, again, I'm just not into that scene. I remember scene, that, yeah. But like, you know, it's a, it's a big deal. Like, when they, whenever there are those events for bull riding and whatnot, um, those are hot tickets. Definitely. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard to get those, but, uh, if you go to game time tickets, you can get a ticket to bull riding or the Rockies. There we go. <laughs> can, do we know, do we know if you can get tickets for less than a dollar? I think they have to, I think they have to set it at a dollar. So for um, the Rockies or for bull riding for, for game, for game time. I'm just, you know, like I, not to be critical of a sponsor, but I, 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 maybe they could find a way to go under a buck. We could get to a point in which tickets are less than a buck. I'm going to do some digging and see how low tickets are. Yeah. I mean, those marquee games against the Yankees. Where are we? How many games do you see right now that are a a buck? Today's game? Actually, today's game uh, starts at $4. Okay. Tomorrow's game. So. 
Ooh, day game. day game starts Uh-oh. at three dollars. Wow! And as we know, because game time special feature, when you use code DNVR, you do get twenty dollars off. So again, buy up an entire row of seats if you'd like. But if you wait closer to the start of an event, so an hour and a half, maybe two hours out, you can even wait up until about an hour and a minute. Snipe in with those tickets and those four dollar seats. If that's out of your budge, don't worry. Out of They're your coming budge. down to dollar, two dollars. You could get in and see uh, a real live baseball team. Yeah, at least a, one. There's a lot of single digit tickets for tonight's game. Yeah, so there you go. Like a lot. Like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you, you I could, can't stress it. It's, it's a lot. You could stand wherever you would like or. You know, you you can probably find a seat. You down can be if you need a to. few rows back from uh, Dick Monfort's seat for just twenty six dollars. Is it technically still a seat? We I don't think I've seen him at his seat yet this year. By the I, way, I he I've seen him at it a couple of times, just okay. not recently. Yeah, mm, interesting. Not recently, game time tickets. It's where you got to go to get seats up close behind Dick Monfort or <laughs> anywhere you want for about a buck. Save yourself some money on that. Um, don't save yourself at all when it comes to treating yourself, quenching your thirst with some Breck Brew Avalanche Ale. Man, it's got the pale chocolate and caramel malts that are absolutely delicious. The Avs may be out of the postseason, but you can kind of keep it going. You can pour one out for me. We you are not. To. The Avs are out of the postseason, <laughs> yeah. but we are not out of Avalanche Ale. We are not. We and, are not. We are you know stocks. And if you are, you're like, oh, that's bad, but you know it's good. The Breck Brew Locator. Go to breckbrew.com to find out where you can get it in your neighborhood. It's a Colorado company, Colorado ingredients, made with 100% renewable energy. It is fabuloso, similar to FOCO, also fabuloso. We love FOCO. Love it. I mean, our whole set is decorated and designed. You got your patented Rockies leather boots from Folk. Oh, no, I thought those were branded Rockies boots. They're not. <laughs> um, Foco, we're giving you free ideas right now. Pretty much. I mean, they do have everything. They do. They got a poncho. They got like a, a great beach hat that will block the sun, which is fantastic uh, if you are out of doors for the next five months. Out of doors. It's true. No, they, but they, they've got bobbleheads. You can get the Team USA Kyle Freeland ones. I don't think those have sold out yet, but they're very close. Mm-hmm. They're very close. You can get hats for people that are even outside of this market. They've got all the colleges. They've got like, I want to say legitimately 30 hats for every university. They have got, they've got so much merch. It's so and many like different cute things. stuff. I have such a Good cute, stuff. I have such a cute Rocky shirt. Yeah. That I wear all the time. You can get foot, you can get footwear there. Maybe not leather boots yet, but they've Maybe got slides. Yet. They've got sandals. Mm-hmm. I think they even have some sneakers as well. It's FOCO. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, they've got your back and they've got our back. And if you want to get our back, Make sure you go to foco.com and use promo code DNVR for 10% off all non-presale items. Susie, I I feel good. I don't feel as, I I was legitimately, not depressed this morning, but I was really just down in the dumps with the Marquez news. Because it's also fun to see him every day. That's the other thing. It's like the Nolan Arenado trade. You go, I like watching that guy play third base. That was, that was for me. There's a little treat in there. I got to cover the Mm -hmm. team. Got to be unbiased. All those things. But there's a treat in there. And now we're not going to get that treat with Marquez. We're not going to get that every yeah. day you come to the ballpark. Is he going to throw a no-hitter tonight? And now we no- just know that. that this is not the season. Yeah. All right. So I did, unfortunately, bring us down. But I think you're going you're gonna to grab the yoke you want me and to, pull it back. You want me to bring the vibes up? Please. As the chief vibes officer? That's it. Captain, Captain Vibes. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're dressed like 
a flight attendant right now. So, no, I well, mean, we're in cowboy boots. I think I'm like kind of Western. Well, a, you're a Southwest flight attendant. So, I mean, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. I can sit wherever I want. I'm going to sit right here. I'm in boarding group. I'm in boarding group P for Patrick. All right, Patrick. <laughs> Let's go. Let's take off. Okay. Make sure you know where your exits are. <laughs> I'm comfortable in this. I have an exit row, too, so I'm going to leave in case I need to. We are going to play a game I like to call batting around. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Let's so, do it. All right. I'm going to give you nine pieces of baseball news, and you're going you're gonna to score them. Okay. And we're going to see if we can bat around. I love keeping score, so this is a perfect game for me. It is. It is. You did such a good job the first time we played it. I'm really excited to do it again. All right, let's start off. Did you see that teams now have to request a standing ovation? If they think a player is going to get a standing ovation, they have to request it so the umpires can give them time so they don't get a pitch clock violation. Because we saw that happen to, happen to Cody Bellinger a couple of weeks ago where he received a standing ovation at Dodger Stadium and had a strike called against him. Okay, I love this. I had not heard this yet. You love I it? You uh, love that they have to request it, that the umps can't just read the room and recognize that a moment is happening? There's details involved in it. I was going to say it was a stand-up double, but you know what? Um, the left fielder kind of maybe misplayed it ever so slightly. <laughs> it's actually a triple. I'm giving this a triple. Really? For numerous reasons. One, again, we've got rules in place with the clock, and like, yes, that seems silly, but again, there's no gray area. We can't be making exceptions over here for that. It seems like a logical exception for an applause, but there are going to be those moments where there's going to be a, a, a red-ass manager that's like, hey, why did you give this guy extra time? Well, we thought maybe something was going to happen or whatever, so I like that. How about this, Susie? I hope we find out that teams submit standing ovations for guys and players in situations, and it never happens. <laughs> like, again, like the also, like, if I were if I were a manager, I would submit for every single dude just in case. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> but that would be great if they're I don't know what the rules are. If they're like, no, you can't have that many. That's true. It would be just great. Like next year, Red Sox come to Coors Field. Boston submits and says, hey, Rymel Tapia is going to get a standing ovation. And then the fans just give him a small smack. Like, yeah, we liked you. You were our dude for a little bit. There's no video package. And it's just like, ah, that would be embarrassing for Tapia. Yeah. too. I, I actually wouldn't want that. Mm -hmm. I think fans would be a lot better. But I just want to give an example of something mm -hmm. where, hey, we didn't like your guy as much as you thought, maybe. <laughs> I think that would be fun. That's going to be fun, finding out who is not actually revered as much as uh, they or their team thought. Interesting. What an interesting take. That's it. <clears throat> Triple. That's all right. It. We got. All right. Next. Next up. Uh, so Wayne Randazzo, who broadcasts the Los Angeles Angels mm. of Anaheim, formerly of the Mets, formerly the Mets. That's right. Now loving his life in Southern California. Okay. He pointed out on Twitter yesterday, this is the first Cardinals and Angels series ever without Albert Pujols <gasps> in either lineup. Whoa crazy that's pretty wild yeah that's pretty wild I, i'm only gonna give that a base hit i don't know hmm. I, that's just how i feel okay i'm gonna give that a base hit uh it's just a it's just a good fun fact 
Um, yeah, that's strange. I guess they wouldn't have played like before 2000, mm-hmm. and this is like their first time. They don't get to yeah. play against each other. I wonder how many how many times he was with St. Louis versus how many times he was with the Angels. Might have been like almost an even split, maybe two and two. But that's interesting. Yeah, I dig yeah. that. Now you know. Yeah, I like that. Now you know. How about this? This is a win for the women. Two female coaches will face each other for the first time at the high A level. So the Hillsborough Hops and the Vancouver Canadians each have female coaches on their staff. They face each other first time this has happened. Home run, uh, estimated stat cast, <laughs> 435, 435. And yes, it would have donged in all 30 parks. Like, that's fantastic. <laughs> like, I, I love that. I think that's great. I hadn't realized when they had gotten their coaching assignments, like, oh, yeah, they're both in the same league. They're both in the Northwest League. They're going to play against each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic. Yes. Like, that's there's a lot of merchandise or not merchandise, a lot of memorabilia being sent to Cooperstown after that game. That's yes. cool. I love that. I love that. Speak. This is a total side note, but uh, <laughs> you know, that light in um, the Rockies dugout that Kyle Freeland kind of destroyed. And then he put some like band-aid stickers on it yeah. and said, get well soon. Uh-huh. I think that belongs in Cooperstown. Could be. I, I can't believe that's still sitting in the dugout. That was a, an iconic, iconic freak out. Where's the bat? That's what I want to know. Because that was Brendan Rogers' bat. It was Who Brendan got to Rogers keep the bat? bat? Did Freeland get to keep it? <laughs> Did B-Rod keep it? Did they gift it to Bud Black at the end of the season? Like, <laughs> here you go. Here is a frustration bat. Use it on whatever you want in your home. Although, I think when, when Bud is home, <laughs> he's probably relaxed. But, you know, use this for anywhere you want around the, the ballpark. Maybe they donated it to a rage room. Ooh, could be. That's it. <laughs> I would like that. Do the Rockies have one of those at Coors Field? I know they have one for for families and for breastfeeding and all that. Or Is there people... just a rage room at Coors Field? <laughs> uh, they might. Look, that could increase in t- attendance. You mm-hmm. never know. You never know. I bet, Or at least increase uh, <laughs> fan happiness. Um, okay. Here is our next piece of news. Next up at bat. But also, let's just keep track of where we are. We had two men on. Uh, the ladies hit a home run. It's a three-run shot. That's a three-run shot right That's there. Right. No All outs right. still. Nobody. No outs. No outs. All right, let's go. Um, new Era is selling caps, fitted caps, with just the size of the cap on the front. We have a picture of this. I'm going to show you what this looks like. Wow. So the the thing on the front of the cap is just the size of the cap you're wearing. It's getting what? It's getting some feedback online, but I want to know your feedback. How did this hit do? I am, uh, that's, that's a base hit. It's a base hit. I'm giving it a base hit. I like it for creativity. To me, it's a strikeout looking. Really? (laughs) I like it as, as a guy who I've had phases where I wore more fitted hats than others. I'm in a snapback phase, but just nothing but fitted hats. Like it's a good, like deconstructing, you know, it's not off white brand type mm-hmm. of deconstruction but it is deconstructing because you think about oh what's your hat size my question is could you get like bootleg ones and do like jerry seinfeld where uh there was an episode where he he confessed he was like actually i'm like a size 32 but i had like the size 30 stitched on like i've replaced I it on the remember. back of my jeans oh, right no. because like on levi's it'll show you like the size i think oh, or something like that so gosh. i wonder if you're like you know i don't know if you'd want to you probably want a smaller, like if you're a size eight, you got a big head. So you go, <laughs> hey, can I get a bootleg maybe like seven and five eighths? That would you're, be an interesting seller. What is your hat size? Seven and three eighths. 
Is it really or is it's, it? It's, no, no, yeah, like it's it's just known. Like if you're a fitted hat person, you know your size. I'm seven and three eighths. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. You're not lying to us? Not at all. Um, <laughs> there, there is some variability with them, which is, again, another reason why the snapback is great. There's some variability with those two with how they fit. But uh, you, you have to almost try on a fitted to really know that it fits because there's some wiggle room. It could be maybe a little bit too tight of a seven and three eighths mm-hmm. versus a too loose, but 100%. Go ahead. I've got a P.O. box here at DNVR on the corner of Colfax, New York. Go ahead and send your seven and three eighths fitted caps and I will wear it on the show. I'm seven and three eighths. I know this. Yeah. I love that for you. I feel like if I were I like dating it. a guy, I would want him to have one of these hats just so I wouldn't forget his hat size. So it would be better for, for gift giving. Not bad. I feel like yeah. it's very niche. So it's a single, but it's this is this is a very niche thing All where right. I feel like you just like hats or teams or whatever. But if you're like a, a real hat head that I, I think this is cool. This is creative. Yeah. I like it. I'm All down. Right. I think this is creative. So the Nats have a new home run celebration featuring a founding father wig. We have a video I can show you. The Nats posted it on Twitter. And it is roasted. But yeah, founding father wig. Also, though, suspiciously looks a lot like the judge wigs that they wear out um, at Yankee Stadium. It does. But still, we know that these are founding well, fathers because they are in Washington, D.C. So- yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, no, I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I'm down, especially they're a last place team, and they still should be able to have fun. Like, I like I get that it. they are still having fun. E- exactly. Like that, That's the thing about that. Um, that that's also going to be a base hit for me. Like, a base hit. I, okay. I understand how people would not like that and say, that's a strikeout because you're last. But... You got to keep it light. You got to keep it loose. Celebrate the things worth celebrating. So, you know, I like it more than I don't. So that's a base hit for me. Okay. We've said it before. The Rockies need to have their own celebration. I was just thinking the same thing. Why don't the Rockies have any kind of celebration right now this season? Well, they do have an MVP chain, but we're not talking about it. No, we're not. Let's talk about it. Put a pin in that. Just put a pin in that just in case. Um, Just put a pin in that, folks. <coughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about something else that no one else likes to talk about. Trevor Bauer is getting criticism from a teammate on his new team. So Bauer, who is now playing in Japan because no one in America wants to touch that energy. No one wants it anywhere near their team. Right. He recorded a video asking fans of his new team to do that sword strikeout celebration mm-hmm. That he does. And then one of his teammates commented, don't be an idiot. This is disrespectful. There are better ways to go about this. Yeah. Ooh. Sheesh. Very spicy. I definitely think we need to go to instant replay on this one to figure out exactly what happened on that. Um, Mm. But yes, look, bottom line is, uh, yeah, his his teammate feels like there's some cultural appropriation there going on with you know a sword samurai mm-hmm. things of that nature uh so if if they're not okay with it uh it, it's it's definitely not okay so that 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 has to be an out even though i i i, I like it you so like I, like, I agree <laughs> I, it's, this is where it comes becomes hard and you got to have the yeah. replay on it but, but it's an out yes it is an out how, but, how but i get i out? agree i i i agree with was uh, it an with out at tape. first was it a pop out no, the uh, the batter stepped out of the box. Oh. So they had to go and check, and, and the manager came out and said, no, nah, his foot was on the line, was not on the line, had stepped out of the box. 
Wow. That that isn't out. It seemed like it was going to be a hit, but not. We had to review it. But no, I, if if he needs to shut it down, and and that's what his teammates and and uh, the folks over in Japan feel that needs to happen, it 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 should be shut down. All right, so we've got two on one out right now. We do. I'm keeping track. <laughs> first and second. You are. This is great. <laughs> Got Kaz on first and second, one out. Okay, how about this? The Pirates' own version of Winton Bernard, Drew Maggie, Ooh. got his first major league hit and RBI a few days ago. And uh, yeah, this guy has went and beat in terms of that minor league service time. He was in the minors for 13 years. Wow. So. But he is up with the Pirates, enjoying time. His, his time up. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time. That's a long ass time. Mm -hmm. That's a basis clear and double right there. Two run score on that. Oh, I like that. I like like the Drew Maggi story. Uh, it's great. He looks a lot older than thirty three. He looks like he's been through it. Do you, doesn't he? Doesn't he <laughs> yeah. look a, like a lot lot older? <laughs> um, but yeah, good for him. You know, he's playing a little bit of third base. Got to stick around an extra day because someone had to go on the bereavement list. So uh, I think that's a wonderful story in in so many ways. I think he's I think he's in double A though. That's kind of the weird thing because they just they need him to work with the pitching staff down there. I'd have to double check that, mm -hmm. but uh, no, that that's a wonderful story, and for it to be happening so early on in the season too, mm -hmm. it's not late in the year. And <laughs> oh hey, you know I know you probably don't care about the Pittsburgh Pirates, but you're gonna want to stick around for this one. We've got a good story coming out of the Berg. And it's like <laughs> no, it's early on in the season, and he's contributing to uh, this this fantastic first place start by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Good for them. I do like that. Good for them. Good for. Good for Connor Joe. Good for Connor Joe. We yeah. just, we miss you. That's it. Yeah. He's living his best life. Fan fave, Connor Joe. All right. Okay. So we've got five runs now at this point, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We got five runs scored, still one out. Bryce Harper, he's up at bat because he is back from Tommy John surgery and made it back twice as fast as position players typically make it back. Unbelievable. He's back. I am very curious if he's gone over to Europe, and I, I know nothing, so this is all speculative. But you know, did he does he have the same doctor as Peyton Manning or Lance Armstrong to somehow recover so magically quickly? Oh, I don't know. Wow. But I'll say this: I'll say this. Like, um, I had an ankle injury. Old, I was older than Bryce Harper at the time. Mm -hmm. Still am. That's how age works. <laughs> but. The doctor said, ah, you know what? It's probably six to eight weeks for a sprained ankle. But you, you're in good shape. It's probably going to be four to six weeks. I said, I don't care. I need to get back out and running again. I recovered in two weeks. And so, and that was just eating really well, massaging the area, mm. you know, flexibility training, stuff like that, drinking a lot of water, flushing all those, the, the toxins out, the lactic acid, all that stuff in my body. And I recovered in two weeks. So I think it's possible. So you and Bryce Harper went to the same school of recovery. I think so. Yeah. If you are a maniac about your recovery, which. He, he I mean, we obviously we know you're a maniac, but yes. like, yeah, Bryce yeah. Harper strikes me as a dude who would be a maniac. That says that's a record that I want to break. Yeah. It's like there's no actual like big billboard or total. Mm -hmm. I mean, there might be somewhere like there is there is a. Uh, leaderboard for most cheesesteaks eaten in Philadelphia. So <laughs> maybe there is one for recovering from Tommy John. So um, good for him. I think that's good for baseball. And the fact that he's like, I got to play first base. Like, I got to figure this out. I do worry about him still being able to make throws. But, you know, I, I, I that will be interesting to watch. At least he is back. I hope he doesn't, you know, injure himself by coming back too quickly. I that's the one that's thing I'm afraid of. I'm afraid. I'm like, oh, is he just pushing himself too hard to just get back because he knows the Phillies need him? Yeah, that is a uh, that is a, a fly out. 
That is oh. a fly out to uh, the center fielder caught in the right center gap. Okay. Uh, the runner on second base does move up to third base. Okay. He does move up. Uh, and I, I do like we should keep score to find out, like, what's the happiest moments? Because we've got five <laughs> runs. It's like, okay, what's the highest score that we put up as far as good moments and whatnot? These are all good. This is, this is a tough one to beat. All right. So we've got five runs, two outs, last guy up to bat. Runner on third. Runner on a third. wild pitch could get one across. That's true. Let's see. All right. Next up to bat is our own Derek Montillo of PHNX Diamondbacks. Mm. He said that he would dye his hair purple if Arizona had a winning record after April. So he premiered it on their show last night. It's purple. There it's very it purple. I asked him if this is because of the Rockies, and he was very mad at me on Twitter. <laughs> yes. No, he definitely <laughs> I looks... I was like, I don't know. A Rockies fan would dye their hair purple. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, no. Uh, he deserves the ribbing for that. I would say he definitely looks like a Super Mario Brothers villain with... <laughs> With that outfit. And you're like, oh, is this like the the live action from you know, the John Leguizamo version in the 90s? And it's like, just no, just throw him into the cartoon, the Space Jam style. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's that's just that's a strike three look and just an embarrassment. Oh, that's no. just an embarrassment. Yeah, that's it. That runner is not scoring. Strike three, Derek. You whiffed on that one. But I, I like that. I like that he did that. Yes. I like that's that's respect. Got the Lord of Scoriel going. Mm-hmm. Props to him. But Stock to his score, word too. Yes, Stock he to did. his word. That that's gonna be the third out right there. All right, that's the third out. Um uh, that one runner on third left on base. That's it. But we batted around. Or did we? Nine? I consider it nine. Is we it ten? Around. If you if you are a ten batter batting around Theorist, then I, we did not bat around. How, all right, then then I'll give you a 10. How do you score this one? Okay. Uh, I deserve a pat on the head because I said Baltimore would finish April with the most wins. And they did have 18. That was the most that they had ever had through April and I think a very long time. I know the Rays won 23, the Pirates won 20, but I did a good job. I deserve a pat on the head. No one how could, you scoring that? No one could have. Uh, you know what? I am giving that... Well, we're already on a new inning. It's new inning, yes. (laughs) We already have three outs. Um, But you know what? I'm going to give that a uh, leadoff double. Okay. All right. Nice. So I do deserve the pat on the head. Leadoff double because, honestly, uh, yeah, no one could have predicted what the Rays are doing. My gosh. They're insane. They're too good right now. Unbelievable. Yeah, they're they're doing great. We'll have to talk about that a little bit on Wednesday's post-game show. But the first month of the season is through. You can't can't win a division, but as you pointed out, you can lose one. You sure can lose one. <laughs> you can't you can't lose a hundred games in April, but you can be on your way to that. You can certainly try. You can use that if you need a sign off. You can use that for the next you know five months or so. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll mix it up a little bit and like have yeah. a new sign off. You know what they say about losing a hundred games? <laughs> it's probably gonna happen this year. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, yeah, it's, you don't want to end maybe on that note. But uh, let's end on a better note because we are yes. going to go to the ballpark after this. And we even are. though the Rockies um, are struggling this season, we got a win last night. We got to see a win. Three we are coming a, off a win. Three in a row? We we could have three in a row. That would be, wow. is that, would that be the longest winning streak this in season? In franchise history. In fran- um, no. <laughs> Uh, no. I, I would think I think so actually yeah I don't think they've won more than they had the two in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, do they have two, two against in, Washington? 
Well, they had two in San Diego. Two in San Diego. Yeah, they didn't have two in a row against Washington. I or they, I think they didn't. They win on Sunday in Washington or against Washington, and then the first game of the Cardinal series. So yeah, three high water mark. That's called a winning streak, folks. Uh, <laughs> and if and if you need Rockies content, you got to call up at DNVR underscore Rockies. Not on your phone, but on Twitter at Patrick D Lyons is where I can be found. And uh, you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms so much momentum so much baseball and so much podcast but you know what they say about momentum on a baseball podcast Patrick, tell me it's only as good as your next show so we will talk to you tomorrow post game on thursday right here on the dnvr sports channel on youtube